What's up, y'all? Welcome to Street Eats and Dope Beats, a podcast where we tie together DIY music industry and the ever-so-dope street food hustle and delicious eats all over. I go by Mike Rock. We have JMKM. Oh, yeah, that's him. Yeah. And special guest, owner of MFK, Modern Filipino Kitchen by Icy, correct? Correct. People say AC, so I'm like, there's no Slater in there. Uh, <laughs> what up? <laughs> we have Chef Henry Pineda. Welcome, Chef. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for We'll be back after the musical intro. Royalty, the fragrance was went through the mud, I clenched for the occasion. My masculine sacred, believing in being so close, I could taste it. Mastering, grappling, and patient. What's up, we're back. Happy New Year to y'all. A few topics we want to touch on with Henry of, of MFK is, is street food scene in the OC. Does it exist? Are meal kits worth it? Beyond Meat versus Impossible Foods. Hmm. Which one would you choose? And uh, Filipino cuisine finally making its wave. So, I mean, we could jump on it after a little quick introduction with Mr. Chef Henry Pineda. How you doing, man? Thank you for thank you for joining us. You can speak on oh, close closer, closer, yeah. closer, closer. Talking to that mic, man. There you Hello, go. Man. You good? Oh, so sultry. So nice. I thought you said so salty. No, so sultry. <laughs> I was like, say South Park? I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, I'm good. Have a nice little day off Thank today. you for uh, joining us, um, taking the time to, to join us. But, you know, we want to get to know uh, every part of MFK. We want to we wanna touch on um, everything that you do uh, food-wise and everything that you started Cooking, like where, how you, how, your roots in cooking, and okay, then okay. going forward and all that. So, if you want to enlighten us a little bit, yeah, yeah. So, I started cooking at a young age. Um, my parents worked different shifts, so my dad worked graveyard, my mom worked uh, the morning. Your parents and, worked at restaurants? No, no, they never worked at restaurants. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, my mom does. Uh, she, I have no idea what my mom does. Wow. Yeah. She, <laughs> Top secret. Well, well, she does stuff in like business, like accounting. Okay. She's not an accountant, but she, she's like a controller, I guess. Now that it's coming back to my memory. Uh-huh. So she does like finance stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then my dad works, uh, he did cargo. He's retired now. Okay. Chilling. Big chilling. Big chilling chill. at home. Yeah. Enjoying his retirement. So who, how do you, where do you think you got like your cooking background from? Both sides, both sides. They they both throw it down in the kitchen. Uh, I'm half Filipino, half Guatemalan, so got the best of both worlds going on over there. Oh, a lot of aunts okay. and uncles showing That's me the ropes around nice, the kitchen. Nice flavors, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Really nice. cool. Yeah, my dad told me when I was younger, he said, hey, if you don't want to eat cereal and milk, you better learn how to cook. I'm like, That's all right, way. show me. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah. So he started showing me like scrambled eggs was like probably the first thing I think the first yeah. thing everyone learns how to make yeah yeah scrambled but eggs yeah. he said he doesn't want me playing with fire so he showed me how to do it in the microwave first whoa <laughs> yeah okay. what's the technique put it in a coffee cup yeah he fuck I don't think this is sanitary but I, I remember putting it <laughs> <laughs> putting it in the sandwich bag and he'd say put it in the microwave and it'll cook it and we in did in a sandwich it. bag yeah oh, it came like out a like a little omelet yeah so it'd be like a little omelet he said just throw it whatever you want in there put it in a zip uh, sandwich bag I don't remember how long he put it that's how it got started. I might want to experiment that just for, 
Just omelet bags. That's yeah. like the next thing you'll see at like Kroger. <laughs> omelet kits. <laughs> sous vide from sous Kroger. Vide eggs. <laughs> sous vide omelets. Sous vide in your in your microwave. <laughs> Ham, cheese. Uh, yeah. uh, what's the green uh, green peppers? Uh, what is those called? Uh, bell peppers. <laughs> green Tomatoes, peppers. onions. Just add egg. Just there add you egg. go. Like right. shake and bake bag. Yeah. <laughs> Comes in a little thing. That's dope. Yeah. And then from there, what'd you do? Did you go to did you go to culinary school? Did you just uh just work your way up? Yeah, so from there, um, I just started learning from my aunts and my uncles. Uh my dad, since my dad worked for the airport, um, he would get five benefits. So we would fly to the Philippines a few times a year. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So uh That's actually, not a thing anymore, huh? No, 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 no. Five benefits? Like, nah, not no more. Yeah. Oh. I wish. Those flight benefits are everything. But yeah, so when every time I went back there, my aunts, my uncles, all cooking, looked, learned. They showed me how to do everything. Nice. And then uh, my aunts and my uncles over here on my dad's side, we be with them a lot. And they showed me a lot too. Yeah, so we did tamales on both sides. We like this, There's a lot of similarities between like Spanish food and Filipino food. So I found a lot of common ground cooking with both of them. Nice. Hell yeah. What uh, uh, At what age did you first learn to cook rice? Ooh, actually, that's, I actually, that's advanced. I actually hate making rice. Really? Like, I feel my like my finger line is different than everybody else's. And man, it gets me messed too, up. man. <laughs> I figure, I figure that's how you guys would measure uh, rice at the restaurant too. But I figure you also use the cups and then you make sure you put the appropriate amount nah, of water. Never. But it's always <laughs> we got also, the triple check. Yeah, yeah. We, so we measure it with the cups, then we measure it. In the rice cooker uh, with the lines in the rice cooker, right? They lie to you, so you gotta yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last thing is the finger test. Plus, on top of that, like not all rice is created equal. Like, no, 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 no. They all don't cook. This is right true. Way. Not all rice is created equal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a big rice snob. I, be, I like certain types of rice. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. Those uh, they say it's so easy to use your finger, but I swear I've. My fingers up a few failed batches. me. <laughs> I just get I get anxiety about which line is it, it brought, the first one or the second one. In my family. Yeah. So I just I just get I feel anxiety. I gotta tell. I got. I don't want to cook the rice. Yeah, don't let me cook the rice. That's like the main yeah. shit. Like if you fuck up the rice at a restaurant. Oh my god, I, that's the worst. That's the worst feeling because they're like, oh, we have the meat, but we don't got rice for you. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But uh, go on, go on with your story, man. Like, I, so how did? Uh, MFK uh, developing and all that. So um, on my mom's side, they actually opened up a restaurant uh, before I was born. They opened up in uh, 88, my aunt and my grandma's, my grandma and my aunts, they opened up a spot called Icy. So that's where the name Icy came from for MFK. Oh, I see. Yeah, and they were really fobby and they really liked the way it sounded. (laughs) Really? Yeah, they said, oh, it looks like Icy. That's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it's, a, it's also an acronym of like family names. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say like... Yeah, so they it put it together. Something? Like a name from here and a name from there. Typical Filipinos. That's so, yeah. You got to get everybody involved. Right? Yeah. Okay, so did you start working in the restaurant or... Uh, no, well, I helped out. But like brought food to people. Yeah. And then um, I actually didn't start like helping out in their kitchen till right before we opened up the restaurant about four years ago. So about four years ago, I went over there with my aunt. I talked to my aunt. I had the funds. She saw I was serious. She said, "All right, cool. Go back there, learn, learn everything." So okay. That's how it kind of all started with the Filipino food. But I always, uh, I always played with Filipino food, and I had my flavors that I liked. But to learn from the homeland, like how they did it, that was pretty yeah. cool. So I kind of just put everything together. 
So is the restaurant still open? The, yeah, yeah. This they opened up in uh, I think either eighty six or eighty eight. So they're going like thirty plus oh, years wow. now. Okay, okay, sick. Oh, what part of the Philippines? Uh, in Manila. In Manila. They start, they're from Pampanga. Yeah. But uh, they made their way to the city and opened up a little spot. So the there. history goes: Pampangans like they know how to cook. Like okay. that's like, like you know, certain regions like they're they're known for certain things. Okay. So like. So, for example, like even like how Hawaiians are, like even how like say like you're from Hilo, you're you're from Hilo first before you're Hawaiian kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if that makes. Oh, it's like yeah, if it it's, translates. It's, I get so, it. So like you like Pampangan first before you're actually Filipino kind of thing. Okay, uh, it's like so they take pride in like cooking. They but take, they get down with the dishes. Yeah, they yes. call it the culinary capital of the Philippines. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's like what they're known for, and like you know, obviously different regions and and things like that. You. You'll understand that, like, a certain part of the Philippines, like, they're known for this or they're known for that. Like, uh, Batangas, I think, is where they they make the butterfly knives. Yeah, that's what okay. uh, they're popular for. Things like that. Yeah, you know, just little little things here and there. Interesting. Good. Thank you for that for that background. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. A little bit. So, <laughs> so what's the dish though? Is there a dish that they're known for? Like, for example, in Hilo, it'd be like if you open up like a local moko restaurant. Like the local moko came from Hilo. Oh, I didn't know that. So if mm. you're gonna be like, oh, I'm making a local milk restaurant, but don't worry, we're from Hilo. Like we got this. Like, right. is there is there like a dish that you have in that region that 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 you've that's been transposed to your restaurant or to your parents' restaurant? Like, yeah, or, I feel like there's a few, but like the main one I would say right now is seasig. Seasig would be like oh, the one. Yeah. Yes, that, that's so the fun. one. There's Go different explain, ways to have it too. Yeah, explain, yeah, explain, explain what seasig is because not a lot of our, <clears throat> uh, folks know what seasig is. Yeah, so seasig uh, is like. Um, it's an old school Filipino dish. Um, it's basically leftover parts of what they didn't sell to the American soldiers when they were over there. Uh, so it was pretty much the head of the pig. Yeah. So they, they got the head of the pig, deconstructed it. Uh, they cooked the face, the ears, the cheeks, yeah, all over charcoal. Me. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the, the base of the seasick. So base of the seasick is like minced meat, um, acid, onion, pepper. Not heat. real acid. It's like it's oh like yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> lemon, like lemon, yeah, yeah, or... like uh, vinegar. <laughs> I think they started using vinegar. You can there's a, a lime lemon from the Philippines called calamansi. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good flavor right there. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, that that's seasick. My mouth is like you know when you think about eating a sour patch. Yeah. Oh, and the back yeah. in the back of your jaw. Right now my mouth is thinking of eating some seasick with a, with an egg all day. Yeah, and you know what? I I thought I always thought egg came on the seasick. Uh-huh. But I realized the OGs, they don't put an egg on there. It's like... That's an Americanized thing, huh? Or no, not an Americanized thing. But like 30 years ago, like right when my aunt and my grandma's restaurant opened up, that's when they started doing the egg. It's more like a Manila thing. So oh. it's more like a city thing versus a um, country thing where like Pampanga is yeah. more rural over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so over there, they didn't do the egg. So like I get a lot of old school Filipinos that come into the restaurant and they say egg why are you putting an egg on there I'm like you chill you don't have to put the egg yeah. you know Filipinos say, get angry man don't do it right yeah not to see that yeah it's crazy with the with the Filipino cuisine you could you could track those kind of monumental changes in the cuisine like yeah yeah you know it started with this and then now we added this yeah so As, look, uh, yeah. so now speaking of it uh, Locomoco did it have an egg initially Oh yeah, I think oh yeah, always. Otherwise, it's just Salisbury steak and rice. <laughs> <laughs> just hamburger. It's just hamburger steak. Yeah. Is that's that true. how is that how it started? Like I hamburger so. steak. It's like yo, let's throw an egg on there. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know I know a lot of the food in Hawaii comes from the Japanese culture. Local. 
<laughs> yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I always wanted to know if like the people that made that dish are aware of what loco moco means in Spanish. Uh-huh. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't know if they did, but um, I, I'm curious now to find out. Like, there needs to be like a documentary on the loco moco and yeah. I mean, seasick too. Actually, yeah, that'd be, that'd be sick. Yeah. Feels like even the Philippines, they have a loco moco minus the egg. Oh really? Yeah, it's called burger steak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's like it's basically, yeah. You yeah. can get that at Jollibee. You can get that in this. I was gonna say like I think that directly came from, not the Filipino version, but the Hawaiian locomoco. Probably, I I would bet that a Japanese person invented it. If I if I could go back and think, because the Japanese they have the hamburger steak. It makes yeah. sense because the rice gravy. Almost yeah. like curry. Yeah, exactly. So we should, right. we should, well, we should fact hungry. check that. I don't I'm know. hungry now. So. Yeah, I like. I like. We're gonna some. cut this podcast short. Thank you guys for. We're gonna go to Jollibee. <laughs> <laughs> Do some R and D right now. Yeah. yeah, some development. Yeah. No. But uh, so you opened up the restaurant. What year? Yeah. So we opened up. Uh, shit. When did we open up? Uh, we're going three years right now. So I want to say we either opened up 2016 or. But I got the building for the place in 2016, and I think we opened up 2000. Okay. Because we opened up in January. We're actually hitting our three-year mark in a few weeks. Party. Yeah, January 27th. That's that's it. That's the day. So so what's going Three down? Years. What's happening? You guys doing something special? You know, I actually forgot it was our anniversary, and I booked a private event. Oh, like, ah, hey, that's just because you're working, man. It happens. Yeah. It happens. But uh, the day before the 26th, man, we're launching our breakfast, our brunch menu. So that's that's our three big three-year mark. Right over there. So we're getting burger steaks for breakfast now? Yeah, crispy pata and eggs, hey. burger steaks. Oof. You know? It's coming. Down. It's coming. Yeah. I've been telling these guys to go visit because obviously I had the privilege of going there because I work close by mm-hmm. and closer towards the OC coming from Long Beach and stuff like that. But I really want these guys, including uh, Chef Adam, who couldn't be here tonight. Hope you feel better soon, sir. But we uh, we do plan on visiting soon. And getting more uh, Filipino eats. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the first when I when I first met Henry, uh, a little backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was uh, our friend uh, B. She had a uh, art gallery in Long Beach that I helped. Uh, I think get her foot in the door with uh, the homegirl uh, Alfie Numeric. They did a they did an art show in some brewery. I think in. Yeah. Long Beach. It was like maybe three, four years ago. And yeah, it was uh, a little bit right before we opened, like six months before we opened. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So three, four years ago. Um, and I remember her introducing uh Henry and his girl at the time. Well, they're married now. Oh yeah, we're married. Yeah. Shout out to Panda. Yeah, <laughs> Panda. Yeah, so yeah, his girlfriend turned wife. Um so they uh, they introduced themselves like, yo, we're going to open up a Filipino restaurant. I was like, in Anaheim. I was like, yo, that's dope. It's so like, we're, we're, we're thinking about doing like bibinka corn dogs. And I'm like, excuse me? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? I started drooling. And Marvin heard it from an earshot away. He's all like, huh? oh shit, you guys going to make some bibinka corn dogs? Oh get shit, the, fool. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And Marvin that's, that's how Marvin, <laughs> yeah, those are the worst Marvin impressions ever. <laughs> Hey guys, I really don't appreciate but, uh, that. Yeah, but. shout out to DJ Duel, Grub Life fam. DJ Duelander. But yeah, so that we we started chopping it up with with this guy and talked about all these ideas and um as far as uh Filipino food goes and and things like that. And 
we we started hanging out uh that night so that night we we're like hey we're gonna go we're gonna go check yeah. out uh raising canes uh over at costa mesa i was like all right cool we'll, never we'll. been to raising canes so, so like, yeah yeah he's like yeah yeah we'll be there i was like all right dope that's cool so we all me and marvin we rolled to uh raising canes but then i was waiting for marvin and all of a sudden th- that fool came with an in and out bag and i was like what is this motherfucker <laughs> doing because we're eating at raising canes yeah so he constructed a sandwich with from raising canes with the chicken and the beef patty and and the Texas toast and just put it all together. And we were waiting for these guys to show up, Amanda and Henry. Yeah. And then they come a little later, like way later. Like we're about to wrap up. And, yeah, yeah. And they're, they, fin- they're finishing up. Yeah, we're finishing up and they they pull up. And then I was like, yo, what, what, what took you guys so long? And they're like, what honest, happened was, <laughs> yeah, to be to be honest with you, we stopped by Roscoe's real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. I was like, yo, that's that's grub life as fuck right there, man. Did you guys bring the Roscoe's? We with got you? we got fried no, chicken they, before we ate they, fried chicken. They ate fried. They had an appetizer at uh, not an appetizer. They had a full meal over at uh, yeah. at Roscoe's and then pulled up. Sometimes you get appetizers, but you can just get appetizers and then a full meal after. Yeah, yeah. No, we, it was a full meal and then another full meal. Like we, we bowed it. We bowed it. Yeah. But now so I'm trying to be a little healthier. So we, we <laughs> hung out like from then on. Like I was like, dude, this is a start to a great uh friendship. Right. And uh So did you even eat the raisin canes? Oh yes, 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 we did. <laughs> what was your what was your take on the raisin canes? It was cool. It was like a solid chicken finger. Like That's that that toast. Like. It's all right. It's cool. Guess it got the job done. Yeah. You know? I feel like they all do. They're just chicken fingers. Yeah. I mean, people want more flavor. Like, if you ask... Uh, I feel case- like if they had rice, it's game over. Yeah. We'll they see. all should have rice. <laughs> Jollibee, man. That's where it's at. They should really follow suit. Do they have suit. chicken fingers? They do. Uh, I forgot what they're called, though. I forgot. It's like chicken stars. Chicken fingers. Okay. Is it is it processed? Is it like the chicken nugget? Uh, I don't think it's processed. I'm assuming it's... A Jollibee? Yeah. I don't think... I, I think like they how call them strips. I like how yeah. we're thinking about it really hard. Yeah, but we could follow up with all that. I like to I like to get onto these uh, topics, yeah, topics of discussion. Let's run it. Yeah. So I mean, um, Jordan, I think you uh, mentioned it before. You you got a uh, a meal kit sent to your home. Have yeah. You, what's it called again? Blue Apron. So I'm a scam artist. Uh, I like to get <laughs> all the free offers from all the companies. No, that's not a scam, man. You, so you just got to take advantage. I of just it. they give it to you. Utilizing, utilizing your resources. It. I got the there trial boxes go. for all of them. I tried Home Chef. I tried Blue Apron. I tried uh, what's the other one? The cheap one. Um, you just said it. Blue Apron. No, what's the other one besides Blue Apron? I don't um, know. That's the only one I mentioned. Stouffer's. <laughs> hamburger helper <laughs> I got blue apron I got spam Uncle, and rice Uncle no. Ben's rice <laughs> Uncle Ben's no, um, but anyway yeah so meal kits um, I've tried a few of them I was saying that you know I enjoyed it because it just isn't it's it's convenient but it's definitely pricey I would never pay full price I mean I would if I could um, but it's is just, it because of the convenience that it gets sent to you it's a convenience but it's also a little bit um like I know when I do, I know how to shop and I know how to shop well. Like I can go with t- 10 bucks and throw down. It's like, I know how much this costs. Yeah. I know how much these vegetables cost and they're, and they're not <laughs> this, um, but Blue Apron, they did have good meats. They had good stuff that like I wouldn't normally buy. And if I did buy, I would spend six or $7 on 
a tub of some, you know, some creme fraiche that I would only use a couple of tablespoons for this recipe. So in that case, I thought that was cool. But don't some of them were just like, don't be sending me ground up pork and some potato buns and some and some sweet potatoes mm-hmm. and have me make this this burger and like nah, you know, like no, bro, like that's not. This is literally like a ten dollar meal that you're charging me forty five dollars for. Right. Um, but Blue Apron was the one I felt like was the most worth worth it. But anyway, not to ramble on. Uh, does it come? Does yeah. it come hot? Or you gotta like pop it in the microwave. Oh, so these ones, the ones you have to make on your own. Like it sends you all the ingredients and you just everything's portioned out and the instructions are pretty thorough. So you get a card. Oh, uh, so you're still cooking the food. You just yeah, don't have to cooking. cut it. There's one. Yeah, it's not like a meal prep. Uh, where you just have to like reheat it. Those are yeah. They have those. They're called like freshly or whatever. I'm. I mean, I don't want want those because, I mean, you're just kind of just heating it up. Yeah. I mean, I'm down, but some people are are weird about leftovers. Some people don't like to have leftovers. Yeah. So not everybody in my household enjoys like leftovers mm-hmm. or like heating up like. I could eat leftovers for like. Three four days probably. I'm down. Like I make a yeah. like a bomb slow cooker meal. I'll, I'll eat it for five days and then my girl no, says that's, that's like, the meal. Julia, she's like, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm. I think we could go to Pollo Loco. Yo, Julia, <laughs> done after the the first night. I Same. make something and she's all like, "You always cook for like twelve. I'm all like, "Yeah, yeah. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the next five days." And if somebody shows up, you yeah. always gotta have food. That, yeah. that's but do you that freeze? Too. Do you freeze and reheat? I don't freeze. I don't like doing that. My mom's guilty and notorious for that. I think that's yeah. a yeah. that's an her mom thing. Yeah, my mom did the same thing. Yeah, she Show. makes a lot, and then I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> like bagged and tagged." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a whole batch of like chicken curry, and then it just go in the freezer. Yeah. I mean, that's meal prep in a sense. Yeah, 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 but yeah, the meal kits are cool. What do you What do you guys think about those those chef meal? I kits? mean, I've never personally uh, have thought about investing in any of them in the first place because yeah. I just felt like um, it it caters more to the people that don't know how to cook and probably just want to cook at home. Yeah, uh, want to get get down to it. So it's like, okay, cool. That's a cool starter kit. Um, but I I think overall for the price, depending, I guess depending how you live in. You know, if, if it's beneficial for you, like, go for it. But if you're able to go to your Whole Foods or whatever restaurant or whatever um, markets close by to you, like, you're able to pick out those ingredients and you're able to follow a recipe online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, are you really saving? Are you really, you know, is it, it depends, I guess, if it's beneficial for you. Like, yeah. I, I guess getting it sent to, like, rural areas, it might be challenging. For, for some people to yeah. get a, to take advantage of it but I think if you're city living and you're like you know I'm always on the go so like I gotta like you know cook like something prepared already and you know no it's, it's not really it's not really my cup of tea personally like I wouldn't I wouldn't like a fancy it. TV dinner no yeah but I mean you're still cooking it like like as we were mentioning like you mm. still gotta cook it yeah it's all pre-portioned it'll be like like a, uh, one of the ones that was good is like stuff that one of the ones that I wouldn't make was like, um, you know, like a chicken pasta with like a cream sauce that came with like, you know, capers or like, I don't really have those ingredients. Like maybe some people do, but right. I feel like it would be good for people who are like single by themselves. We're not trying to cook for like yeah, two It's or good three. for just two. It's good as like okay. a, as like a date. I think it's a good date thing. Like it'd be a good thing where it's like. You're first, oh, yeah. starting, you're first starting out together yeah. kind of thing. This like, is the way hey, let's you cook. You can, you know, I can cook or let's cook together. It's it's a good portion. Yeah. The portions were good. It's just, yeah, there's an article that we had. It's like, 
are the are these kits really cheaper than groceries? Because I guess they're advertising saying that they're cheaper than the grocery store, but it's not. I guess it depends on what kind of grocery. Yeah, if you it's yeah. maybe cheaper than going to, to to pavilions, but it's not cheaper than going to food for less. Yeah, you know, or you gotta yeah. go to the ethnic food markets. That's that's exactly. the cheap one. Yeah, you gotta go to the, the ninety nine ranches, totally. the Vallartas. Yeah, yeah. I want to get a money order. I mean, I'm I want to sure. pick up my, <laughs> my Amazon package. I want to get some hot Cheetos and, and calling some card. sticks and calling card and profile, <laughs> and then I want to get my groceries there. You know, correct. Yeah, I want to leave my backpack at the door. Yeah, ten dollar, <laughs> ten dollar can of capers. Ten dollar you know. minimum. No. Um, so yeah. So you haven't tried tried those things. No, no, no. I don't even know those are out there. That's pretty cool. I, I I've heard of them, but I thought it was more like a TV dinner where they send it to you and then you just kind of pop. Yeah, it there's still oven. a bunch of those there's like those. meal preps where uh, even like if you're people are like lo- trying to lose weight, like like they gotta gauge their macros like and and all that kind of yeah that kind of like that healthy choices slim fast yeah. No, there was <laughs> there was one though. Um, I would say I could see the difference in the quality. Like one of them was like, like Blue Apron would have all these ingredients, all these fresh vegetables, good meats, like like a good cut of beef or steak or um, something, and it'll have like I said, like a creme fraiche or. But then the other one, which I'm not gonna say the name because I forgot, but there was the one that's like significantly <laughs> cheaper. It was maybe seven dollars per serving. So you so you get like three meals in a week so it times it by how many servings you want so you could pay 40 45 bucks for this box but then you don't necessarily need to go to the grocery store except for like your basics you know but everything's included even the oil oh the butter like by the tablespoon yeah a little uh it's all a little airplane shot of red wine vinegar everything's included and you just follow the instructions interesting but the other one that was significantly cheaper it was like i said like it was they kept sending us like burgers so it was like it was like a potato bun. <laughs> Maybe they'll give you like some uh, some red onions, like no greens. Then maybe they'll give you like to make an aioli. It's like mayo, and they'll and have you, and they'll have, yeah. I mean like mayo packets with like a lime, and then you you zest the lime, and you chop up, and then you maybe put some garlic, and now you have this garlic lime aioli. And then it was like just sweet potato fingerlings. Like every other meal was like potatoes, cut it up, put it on the pan. That's when I just felt like, no, these potatoes are like a bag, a hundred pound bag for like five dollars. Like one hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. it's it all based on convenience too. Uh I that's how I see it as. And it's probably beneficial for certain people. Like what you said. Like if you're single, don't want to do like hell like heavy grocery shopping, or even get intimidated just like by going to the butcher and you're like trying to get lamb and you're just like What do I need? Like what do I need or what kind yeah. of cut am I looking for, you know? So if if you're I right, guess it's you're like right. it's a good starter. Yeah, you're right. Setup. Pros and cons. Yeah, it's a good starter setup. But I think if if you really just you just got to go out there and 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 just ask people, even ask the butcher, ask you know like what pairs well with this or what do you think goes well with that or yeah, yeah. just look up recipes online. I I highly suggest that as opposed to using these uh, pre-made or pre-prepped boxes and stuff like that. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks, Kimo. No thanks, Kimo. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, Beyond Meat versus Impossible Foods. Now, have you guys ever tried? Well, I th- we discussed it on our last podcast, our last episode. That, um, we went to like Carl's Jr. and you went to Burger King. Yeah, you got I had to try the, it. I had the Impossible. Yeah. Um, I had, I think, okay, so I'm, I, I like the I Impossible. Messed, I messed up. I said uh, Carl's Jr. had the Impossible. It was actually Beyond Meat. And that's the one that I. 
I think I favored more. I forget. So I think Carl's has a Beyond Me. Yeah, Carl's is, has a Beyond Me, and then uh, Impossible is with uh, Burger King. Uh, Burger King. Yeah. So I mean, between these two companies, they're they're actually the the major ones uh, that are out right now. Um, do you feel that this is the the wave that's gonna be um, that's gonna go towards uh, sustainability is going to go towards um, just overall the next move, like just cutting out meat. Do you think this is like the way to go? Yeah, I feel like it's not no, going to completely not. cut it off, but it's going to bring another meat to the market, even if it's fake meat. So now mm-hmm. you have the choices to where, especially people like worried about cholesterol and everything. Right. It's really awesome. Yeah. Have you, have you tried them? Yeah, I've tried. I tried. The Impossible Burger at Umami Burger. That was the first time I tried it. Okay, see, now I feel like that's a different level of... That's a little more more sophisticated than a Carl's Jr. Burger. Yeah, if you're going to... 100%. Yeah, uh, the Whopper Jr. to me is most... uh, A Whopper (laughs) or a Carl's Jr., the star is like the sauce and the bread and the tomato. (laughs) Like, the burgers... I can't even think of how they taste. You know, you have like a good... It has, char, it has a good char. It has a good char to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, but that could be anything. That's yeah. what, that's why it's just you know. I think Taco Bell was they got in early with their their soy products. They were like, you can't even taste the texture of this beef. We're gonna put soy. Like, right. I don't know if that's real or not, but um, yeah. Have you guys heard about the Impossible Tuna or the Beyond Tuna? No, no we discussed this again previously at our podcast. Like, it was like, is it called Impossible Tuna though? It's, uh, no, but I know what is one that is. It's beyond. It's uh, impossible or beyond. They just tested at CES last week. The pork. You oh, guys okay. heard about this? Yeah, I heard about oh, the pork. They made the shumai. They, they made us like a banh mi style sandwich, but it's the texture is not pulled pork. It's like a ground pork, like in the okay. shumai or yeah, yeah, um, more like a sausagey ground yeah, porky. And it looked. It looked. I mean. So a lot of people are like, well, if it's going to look and it's going to bleed, why do you have it? I think it's because people need to keep in mind that it might be cholesterol, maybe more environmental friendly. Yeah, just the fact of farming animals, maybe they're it's not that they're not into the meat or the texture or the bleeding of it. It's more like the responsibility of like over farming, you know, Right. it's not just because, oh, I'm vegan. I want to eat something, but I want to like make it look exactly. Some people think that's weird, but to me, it's just like. That's what people want to do. Then just yeah, run it's it. preference. Yeah, just just do it. And do it. Do you, would you incorporate that into your menu anytime? You soon? know what? We actually are playing around with uh, an Impossible Burger Local Moco. Fire. Yeah, because we got a we got a lot of vegans coming through. Wait, so you got to get the fake egg too, then? Yeah, um, there's actually this company. I forgot the name of it. Uh, I'm allergic to shrimp, so they said, "Yo, we got this shrimp product." Whoa! And I'm hella excited because I actually just developed this shrimp allergy like two years ago. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, like, I got the taste of it and they just, like, took it away from me. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, we're in test mode right now. So, hopefully, it all <laughs> it all works out. But the impos- I like the Impossible Meat on the, for the Loco Moco. We call it Iloco Moco. Okay. Trying to give it a little Filipino flair to it. It's like nice. a burger steak. What is Iloco? Uh, Ilocano? Yeah. It's like another region. Like, yeah, Ilocos. That's what they call themselves. Right? Is that right? I don't know if I got my geography right. That's like slang for people that are from that are Ilocano. Is Ilocano a, a region or a, a language or both? Both. Both. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like the way it, the country of the Philippines is divided, like there's like there's uh, Mindanao, 
that's another complete dialect too. Completely different. Very dialect. south. Yeah. Very very south. Yeah. That's the. What happened? South. Do they speak with a southern accent? <laughs> Damn, shouty. What you going? Oh, that's. Good. I gotta edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's just, it's just the like the region, pretty much, and so they're they're known for, uh, and one way that I know that they're known for, uh, food wise, is they put heavy amounts of garlic in their longanisa. Oh and yeah, it's not, and it's not sweet. Like the sweet one is like from Manila. That's the that's the traditional. What, what, like, what they call well that? Known. The vegan longanisa. I think it's vegan. Yeah. Yeah. So when I first saw that and heard it, I was like, and I was reading the ingredients. I was like, I was like there's, there's more. This is not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like you you never, I never knew that there was like different uh, styles of uh, longanisa. Same with like pancit and stuff like that too, right? Um, just by everything based on whatever whatever's local whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you have in that in that region it was like 7200 islands like everyone has their own little flair yeah. to it can i can i ask you guys about a certain filipino um type of sausage that that is like i only had in hawaii vienna no <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys know about chorizo in a can is that is that something to you sounds like spam like Wait, does spam this, flavored chorizo's flavored spam. Chorizo de Bilbao. It's, it comes in a big sixty-four ounce. You're green totally can. making this up. <laughs> Have you ever had this before? I've never seen it. For that listeners, or... I'm pulling up. I remember growing up in Hawaii, seeing, you know, at the grocery stores, the top shelves. You see it's you have to get help. It's just big. You know, the sixty-four is like the big boy. Like yeah, the nacho yeah. cheese can. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big it's a big size. And it's a green can and you go home and there are these chorizo sausages that are like they're not like chorizo that crumble. They're hard like pepperoni. And you've seen this in in Hilo. Yeah, and it's and I looked it up. I just typed in chorizo in a green can, and I thought because I thought it was like a um, another Spanish country, but it's apparently it's something that is. Is there a liquid in the can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to kind of like like, to like a Vienna sausage. Yeah, <laughs> it's Marca El Rey is the brand, and I just think it's different. It says that. Many assumed that it was of Spanish origin and then somehow came to the conclusion that it never came from Spain, but it's purely a Filipino creation that ended up being manufactured and shipped out of Nebraska initially and Nebraska. more recently out of Chicago. <laughs> I mean, Chicago makes sense because there's a lot like of Filipinos a, there's over a, there. There's a good population of Filipinos, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, That's I just a, wanted to, I don't Nebraska. know, bring it. I've never seen that before. So I would love to get a, get a hold if we can somehow find... Um, it's called Chorizo de Bilbao. It comes in a green can. If I find them, well, we should cook it. I'm telling you, it's fire though. Okay, it's, it's, taste test. Think of like the texture of like an unsliced like pepperoni or like salami. Summer, yeah, like that density, but the flavor of like a super bomb Filipino chorizo. Damn. So you're saying we could use this for charcuterie? Oh, it's really greasy though. It's really like yeah. Just, you just gotta you get, get one piece of sausage. Do you, you cook put it, it or the you just eat it? Straight? Yeah, no, you, you gotta fry it. Oh, okay. But then you put it on your rice and it's just one of those things that all your rice turns orange. Like, it's just all that. Hell yeah. That goodness. Anyway, we're talking about all these different foods. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I would like to see. Uh, no, because I, I was thinking about the uh, like these alternatives, like the Impossible and the Soy Rizzo. Yeah. Have you guys tried the Soy Rizzo? I mean, so Rizzo, I, I feel like the Mexican markets always had Soy Rizzo. That's been a thing for a while, huh? Yeah. So I yeah. feel like it's not, it's not too new. Yeah, true. I mean, between the two, I don't have any beef. 
That's hard. That's dope. That's a good one. That's a bar. That's a but bar. I, so back on that topic, Carlos Jr. I tried their their Beyond Burger. I was like, oh, you know, I don't feel like eating meat today. Let me let me try this. But at the end of the day, I feel like it still came from Carlos Jr. and still kind of made me feel shitty. Yeah, the feeling yeah. is exactly yeah. the same. It's like, I still feel shitty eating this burger, yeah, even if still, it was a regular one. You still one. feel the guilt. Yeah. yeah. Did you have fries with it? Yeah, they yeah. Chris cut fries. Had the fries. Yeah. Yeah, fries but when you go cold. to Whole Foods, though, when you get a when you get a burger there, um, it, you feel a little like, ooh, healthy. Like, oh, I could put arugula in this shit. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'd rather get really some like fire arugula, arugula, a nice bun on some I'm good saying. beef, you know? But I don't know. Who's that? Is that me? Yeah, that's me. Sorry. Um. Yeah, it just depends on on what your uh, you know what your what your what's your goal. Yeah, what your what your goal is, you know. True. But you know, speaking of Filipino food and sausages, and back to some Filipino food. What's the next uh, <laughs> segue? I tried to segue, but I forgot what the topic was. <laughs> no, you're on the you're on point. Um, uh, we were talking about Filipino cuisine. It's perfect because we have uh, Mr. Chef Henry Pineda of MFK Modern Filipino Kitchen in Anaheim, California. Anaheim. Um, so is there a reason why you decided on um, opening up your restaurant in Anaheim as opposed to wanting to build out in LA or a, re- it, a region that's more specific catering to the Filipino community? I felt like I didn't choose Anaheim. Anaheim, Anaheim chose me. me. <laughs> no, but for real, it really happened. Uh, when we were looking up spots for our restaurant, uh, we were looking at Carson, Long Beach, West Covina. And... Uh, those are the spots, but uh, since we were a newer restaurant, no one wanted to give us a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're a startup, you know, you ha- you have no track record. We don't want to sign a lease to you. What if Damn, you don't like, like that? It? Yeah, like that. So wow, they can be picky. They're really picky. May I ask Not- you, were these people that uh, were being picky were they Filipino themselves? Nah, nah. They, they actually they weren't. I, it was a company that owned. It's a little strip mall, so we're like we're based off a strip mall. We're not facing the street, so you kind of gotta like really find us. And uh, these are the places we were looking because th- they thought we would like accept us. Well, one of them did. Mm. A lot of them just said no. But he mm. was like, "Man, this is a shitty block. Why won't like you won't let me come in and make food here? Like, right. it's so run down, you know?" Yeah. But it's cool. You know, everything worked out. And uh, the strip mall said, "Yeah, all right, we'll do it." So it was Word. pretty cool. That's and, awesome. Uh, That's it, it, it's close to home, about ten minutes from the house, so it's nice. But yeah, we, we were looking Long Beach, Carson, uh, West Covina. Those were the three. Right. Do, you, do you feel like what is that is oh serious? that's me <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you uh, do you feel like it's uh, it's because it was Filipino food that they were like so hesitant like no part I, of the, I, I like, don't think it had anything to do with the, the type of food or what we were doing it was more so yes yeah, inexperience okay like they are gonna sign us to a lease and they were worried like can you pay it yeah so that, I feel like that was the main thing like I felt like all the menus are presented because they ask, they say, "Oh, what are you doing? Let us see your menu." Okay. Yeah. So I thought like they're they're into it. A lot of places were into it, but then when they found out, oh, this is your first restaurant. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, you need Damn. someone. That's why. Well, I yeah. never. Yeah, I never. I mean, it's been a dream of mine to eventually, much much down the line, mm-hmm. get into like the food business and open a restaurant. And and I know a lot of people that have restaurants or that are in the industry that cook and. We always talk about like, yeah, it'd be dope to do this. I never once, it never once occurred to me that it was like a process that you could get turned down for. I thought as long as you had the bread, dude. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I didn't know it was uh, there's like bureaucracy and politics behind all of that yeah. shit. Now. Yeah, man. They're, they're, I mean, it's still such a learning process with everything that I'm going through right now. But yeah, you just kind of just learn, go through it, and just fucking make shit happen. 
Yeah. But uh, but yeah, they, that was one of the things. They could um, could they call it a startup? If you're a startup, yeah, a lot of them won't really. Well, yeah, yeah. Take a liking to you. It That's, makes sense, you know. It's like like getting they a, gotta, new, a new place or signing a lease on a house or yeah. You could, you, they could say yeah so that's how yeah. we ended up in Anaheim that was, it was really cool it was a really nice starting point um, there's actually a lot of Filipinos in Anaheim Word. we're right down the street from Cerritos Cerritos actually has a higher percentage but Anaheim has a higher number but we're just a bigger city so it's kind of off oh okay yeah, yeah so you got offset by Mickey Mouse and for real? the whole yeah. thing <laughs> happens oh yeah Mickey Mouse no, so we were talking about um, we've been talking about throughout the uh, probably the length of our entire podcast uh episodes on how filipino food is is making its way and and getting familiar and getting known like how do you feel i mean i guess it's a very cliche and very generic question now to ask like mm-hmm. where, like where you see filipino food um happening uh now within uh like its popularity it's growing like how do you feel uh for it to like actually hitting like some sort of mainstream now like as opposed to like just the typical bunset uh egg rolls and chicken adobo i feel it's dope it's awesome it's uh bringing a lot of attention to the food but um i feel like this spotlight is developing our food you know uh, it all start it all everything always has its origins and it, it all develops over time and i feel like now that the spotlight is on filipino food people are being more creative with it and it's awesome because we have that freedom too. I feel like before people just had to make food to make it to feed their family. Right. And I feel like yeah. we're in a position to where like, all right, cool, we can be creative with it. We don't have to feed everyone because they're hungry. We're feeding everyone because they want to eat it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, what are you making? Or oh, what is that? Yeah, that's a different you know. I feel like it's a different vibe right now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like it's it's I feel like it's pushing Filipino food forward. I feel like a lot of people say, "Oh, it's elevating Filipino food." I was like, "I, I don't like that term." You know, like, okay. why does it need? It doesn't need to be elevated. It's just a different perspective on it now. Oh, okay, know? I could, yeah. yeah, I could see yeah, that. I like, the, I felt like it's a little disrespectful. Oh, you're, th- these people are elevating Filipino food. You know, it's like, no, they're not elevating. They're just giving a different perspective. You know, yeah, because like food, food is art. You should be able to try different things and different presentations. Exactly. You don't always have to just make it traditional. Traditional. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can still hit those notes like at our restaurant, like one of our sayings is like uh traditional taste with the modern look. You know, we try to keep those same flavors but just give it a different look, you yeah. know, like make it uh give it an artistic aspect to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just man, and to touch on respect. that, actually uh about 2 years ago I think it was, we I partnered up with Henry, we did a pop-up together. And this motherfucker Decided to make garlic noodles with uh, kare kare, like the peanut butter sauce. Okay. And that shit was fire. And I'd never thought and I would never imagine like that shit would go together. Wow. You know, it's so it's not elevating. It's just like, yeah, let's reinterpret it. Just, you know, let's mix, yeah. mix things around and try something new, you know, with it. As opposed to like, oh, we have to have the finest cuts of. Lechon and finest breast milk. Yeah, <laughs> human, human, human. Pancit From- diet only. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, it's cool. It's it's. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of people like, oh, you know, like I love that Filipino food is being more accepted into the mainstream. And then I, I don't know, maybe it's my upbringing, but I never felt the need for acceptance 
You know, it's cool that it's in the mainstream. It's good for business. But if you don't like my food, it, it, it ain't going to, you know, affect me if you don't want to eat it. That's cool. Right. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I feel like in the mainstream, it's good. Everyone can eat it because Filipinos, I feel like they're one of the most hospitable people in the world. Mm-hmm. They love feeding people. So I, I feel like it's nice that they're getting recognized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are some, um, what is, what's one of the worst, um, criticisms that you've received throughout your um, experience being a, a restaurant owner? Oh, man. I feel like there's a lot, but the good outweighs the bad. I mean, for, you're always going to get those people that say Absolutely. things like, oh, this is that, oh, this doesn't taste if like this. This isn't Filipino. Oh, yeah, this is a ripoff. This doesn't even taste right. like real Filipino food. But yeah. then I feel like you always get any cuisine. There's always going to be those people that say, oh, this is not real. Yeah. This doesn't taste like how I had it. Yeah, I'm waiting for an Italian guy just to be like, uh, this little Caesars thing you got, got going on here. Same it. Same it, chemo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, but overall, we, we get more good reviews. Than- yeah, that's people, good. People dig it. People like our food. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's really dope. grateful for that. You have a really cool perspective on on pushing things forward. And like you said, it super positive. Yeah, it's you know that this is a culture that's that's not like the most popular there's not you know there's it's 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 growing what you said about elevating that's a good point because you know it doesn't need to be elevated so you don't it could just be what it is and what you're making yeah because what you're making and the way you're doing it, it it's coming from a place of authenticity and of good intention so by even saying you're elevating filipino food is taking away from what you're presenting it's drawing attention to what they perceive as like the original and you're elevating it instead of appreciating the art that you're putting forward. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how I'm kind of interpreting it, you know? So it's, you're just here to be like, well, this is what I make and it's Filipino because this is my background. This is what I'm doing. But I'm not here to to please everybody who just because there is a lack of Filipino food, you don't have to be that and do everything the way, you know, that it's just widely accepted by Filipino people, let alone the outside, you know? So that's interesting. Much respect to that. Thank man. you, thank you, yeah. thank you. So obviously, um, you're popular uh, and known for CSIG over at uh, MFK. But another thing that um, a lot of people have been uh, getting into and getting involved with uh, with their dinners is having uh, poodle fights and having uh, Kamayan dinners like if you could shed some light on that for like some people that don't know what that is and what you expect when you go to have that kind of dining experience yeah yeah so we started uh, we started doing boodle fights or Kamayan services at our restaurant when we first opened and uh, what it is it's basically just your table there's banana leaves on it uh-huh. and we just throw all the food down and everyone eats it's a communal style of eating with your hands with your hands yeah yeah they say Left hand spoon, right hand fork. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> nice. Who said that? There's some old person say that. Oh, okay. Spoon, fork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. I have it right here. And then, uh, you, you can actually spell spoon on your finger. S-P-O-O-N. I thought that was a cool one that I learned. What? Yeah. You can do it on both hands though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <you> can. <laughs> Before it is only four. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So back, um, Boodle fights, Kamayans. It's a. I feel like back in the day they just ate like that. They didn't uh-huh. have plates, utensils, silverware. Banana leaves was the most. 
what every it was around us everywhere. Yeah, every Literally. every it's every like, culture, every islander culture, banana leaf is multi. multi you eat on it, multi-purpose. you cook with it. Yeah, multi-purpose. Wrap your food in it, lao lao. Yeah. So why why do they call so they call it boodle fights? Why why? Like, I feel uh, back in the day, boodle fights. I think when the the U.S. occupied mm-hmm. and they had all their army and navy people over there. Um, to feed everyone they just kind of put all the food on the table and they kind of fought over not really fight but like kind of fight for your pieces of food and that's how Boodle Fight came on Boodle like Boodle like Noodle yeah <laughs> like Boodle I think I feel like it came from like cockfighting I feel like that's like Probably. Cock, cockfighting term so is there like a fight aspect to it like like they say there's like oh you put no, the food my down but there's only like cause is it just kind of like like what what is the typical food that you have is it like meat dishes is it rice is so it fruit so def- definitely rice uh, it's everything uh, I feel like people stick to more of the grilled food just because it's a little, when you get to the saucier ones it gets a little messy yeah but yeah so you get a lot of grilled foods fruits a lot of a lot of Filipinos eat fruits with their food after especially the banana I always thought that was thought, always not thought common was yeah it's yeah. like or the banana yeah they, after they're done eating or while they're eating they'll eat like a little like banana yeah, I, yeah. I've never seen that well, I guess I, I have. see different cultures, and, I, and I'm starting to appreciate like in certain like African cuisine, uh-huh. a banana is just like just much on the plate on like a savory dish. As I think uh, I've seen that before too, like in uh, Somalian dishes. Like there's fish and banana, and right. I can see plantains. Yeah, like plant- plantains. I think yeah. they're more plantains. More than, plantains. Than no, like you'd be surprised. Some like of it's like banana, an actual like sweet, sweet banana. Uh, really? Some of it's plantain, but I looked into it because I saw it and I was just like. It's just normal. It's just like a regular Chiquita banana, huh? Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> like banana. A, think about it, eating some nice savory pork, crispy skin, and you got something sweet with it. Which yeah, is like banana. and then you just hit a banana. I and mean, then, there's fucking banana ketchup. Think about how that banana. Yeah. So when you eat, you ever eat a banana after you eat something hella sweet and the banana tastes bland? You're just like, or you oh. ever eat something that's like the okay. sweetness is diminished because you had like artificial sweet? Um, True. Certain fruits is like that, right? So imagine how like a like a banana will hit like after eating some, some, some salty. salty. That's probably yeah. like yo, this is this this banana hit like no banana ever. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, I, I gotta do. Like, I, over, never, I never really gave it, it a chance. Yeah, but it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, Man. totally. Uh, I'm not denying. Logic it. is my strength. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So so yeah. There's no. I was curious about like the fight aspect of it. Like yeah, you're explaining kind of some of the background with the military, but I was thinking like. There's all this, you know, there's maybe it's rice and this chicken, but there's like the shrimp in the middle and only one person can get to it. No, it's not like that at all, huh? It's just the name of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes I, they might not have a lot of, of something. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you want to be first to grab. Yeah. 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 yeah but, a uh, community thing. About yeah. It's it, right? a community thing. Uh, when we do it, we try to even it out. We kind of have a number we have. So everyone gets a little bit of everything. Yeah. And you don't really have to fight over it. I mean, if that's your favorite thing, you better, you know, slow feet don't eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do how does someone go go about getting this? Because I heard it's because uh, I did some research. It's not on the menu, right? You have to order it ahead. Yeah, of time. it's actually a, it's a separate menu. Um, it's not like hey, I'm gonna go eat dinner at MFK tonight. I pull up, sit down, and be like, hey, can I order the no? No, no, no. Uh, we do a lot of prep for it, so that's why we and we're a smaller restaurant. We don't we only sit like forty people. Yeah. So we can't really block it off until we have a reservation. So once you get that reservation in, we set up everything for you. And uh, by the time you come in, you get to see it all plated out. Um, e- each one of our cooks kind of has like their own style of plating. We kind of oh. give them that freedom, like you know, like make it your own. And then it, it always comes out good. Like I, there was this one where he did was like chocolate hills, like they did little mounds of rice, and then they had the meat 
whining in and out. I was like, yo, that's <laughs> ill. What? That's a dope one. That's crazy. I I'm going to request that. But yeah, yeah, you guys get to pick the menu. Uh, it's all online. There's about like 15, 20 different meats you can pick. You get to choose six of them. Yeah. Just six? Damn. Do you guys six. have the magic number. Chili Sun and Can. Oh, that's crazy. That's, man. Yeah. So how uh, how far in advance do you usually book? We do three days. Three, three, days. three days in advance. Kind of gets everything sorted out. Oh, we'll book it soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I mean, Definitely. Voice uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, uh, a lot of people are intimidated by it sometimes. Like, oh, like we eat with our hands. I was like, yeah, it's like eating a hot dog or hamburger, but just a little more hands on. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. That's a good way to put it, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like, interesting. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, I was just watching the. A video of this guy eating some food in India. It's similar where it's served on like banana. Mukbang? Uh, no, I wasn't a book fan. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I'm not into that. Yeah, because I, I get to, I like to watch like food travel shows. Mm-hmm. Like one guy I watch online, his name is Mark Mark Weens. You heard of him? I've heard of him. He makes yeah. like a crazy face when he eats. He's fire. He got yeah, good. Or like strictly dumpling. A lot of YouTube creators that will go. I noticed that there's a lot of YouTubers that go to your your place. Yeah, I've seen. I just typed in your restaurant on YouTube, and a bunch. Oh, of them came oh, out. our place. I thought yeah. you meant the Philippines. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you I, 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 hear a lot of, I hear a lot of YouTubers go uh, to you, both. Go, go to you people. No, to to. What to you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean, our place? No, I mean to MFK. I noticed. I typed in MFK in uh, YouTube, and I see a lot of like food reviews, and I had some like mukbang. Do you do you do you find? Have you noticed that people go in your restaurant and film or? Um. I've seen a few, but I didn't know there, there was like too many. I like there's been a handful. Yeah, they'll like they'll go kind of just have the cameras out. You know, but uh, when you like, see oh, people cool. doing that in a restaurant, do you treat them differently? No, no, no. Just, we just like they don't. They don't. Sometimes they'll tell us they'll try to get like free food. I'm like, well, you don't have to eat here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're influencers. Uh, we're gonna give you a shout out. <laughs> I got I got but tons of followers, su- but supply the food though. Yeah, how much? Uh, Fifteen hundred. It's not enough, bro. Like, yo, like, you know, I understand it. It's like it's a good hustle. Like, it's a it's a give and take. But no, it's not. No, <laughs> tell you that much. It's yeah. not. It's not a good hustle. Nah, support. It's a bad look too. If you if you still do that, if you ask. Yeah, it's 2019. Uh, 2020 now. You can't be doing that kind of yeah. stuff. No. No. Yeah. No free food. Exactly. Exactly. Um. What are are there going to be any menu changes in the near future, or if there's any additions? I know you mentioned that you're going to having a breakfast service soon. Is there any uh, addition to the menu that you're going to add on? To wow, I can't even speak. Um, are you going to add on any new items <laughs> to the menu? Yeah, so uh, we're actually working on a really cool menu. Um, we're actually trying to. If you've been to MFK before, um, we all, we do a lot of to-go bowls. We have a lot of like plasticware. If so, we're kind of known for our bowls. And if you don't eat the bowls, we also have the Kamayan service. So it's like either or. Like you don't have to yeah. do the Kamayan service. Yeah. You can just eat other food. And then uh, we're trying to be more like more earth conscious. So we're trying to stay away from the bowls. And now we kind of got more silverware and plates. Trying to be better for the environment. That's good. Oh, talk, oh yep. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of our stuff is more plated out. And it's cool because it gives us a little more creative freedom with the way we present everything. So it's nice. Um, yeah, we have a pretty small menu right now. We have about maybe like 15, 20 items. Okay. And then we're trying to expand on that. Um, we're starting our brunch on the 26th. 
Uh, that's the that's like a kind of like a three year anniversary thing. We got like we got like really cool things going on. We're mixing like American breakfast with traditional Filipino breakfast. So we got like the we got longanisa, tocino, we got tapa, but we also having like crispy pata and eggs. That's just that almost my favorite one. You get this big ass that's heart attack. Yeah, city, you got so what, is, what is what is what is so crispy, crispy pata, pata is like yeah. a pork knuckle. It's about like two pounds. Yeah. Like uh, we cook it. For, I, I don't even know how long. We cook it like three times. Yeah. And then that's deep fried. And it comes with like a side of hash browns and eggs. Or you can switch out the hash browns for some garlic rice. You know, garlic, we're trying to. Garlic rice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, trying to. to be. People love breakfast. I love breakfast. That's like my favorite meal of the day. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's one thing we're doing. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Something a little different. So what is tocino? Bacon? Tocino. Uh, it's pork. It's okay. pork. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a cured pork. Okay. Uh, and it's really similar to it's not similar, but the Spanish they have tocino, but tocino's bacon. Okay. Got it, got it. But yeah, but yeah, but first it's it's I feel like it's really similar to like the Chinese barbecue pork without the star anise. Kind of like the char char siu. Char siu, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Okay. It's like char siu, but with no. I don't, I don't even know if I've had that. I gotta. Yeah, I'm hey, sleeping on the food. You gotta step up your. Filipino breakfast game. Well, yeah. if they were uh, elevated and represented around here, <laughs> then I would go. But all I just keep seeing all these Hawaiian food places. Uh, Generic Hawaiian. Yeah. Generic. I need Man. some. I need some Filipino food. Nah, I gotta make. I've, there's yeah. Where's is where's your where's your favorite Filipino uh, food uh, place to eat? That's not your restaurant. If you feel comfortable sharing. That's let's see. My mom. <laughs> yeah. No, no, let's see. What else? No, it could be, um, yeah. It doesn't have to be a... It doesn't have to be a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. My mom, <laughs> ever since I started cooking, she stopped cooking. But yeah. when she does cook, it's nice. Um, so your mom is the Filipino side? Yeah. You said you're, mom, you're part Guatemalan. Yeah, half. My uh, That's on my dad's side. Nice. So um, I, I feel like it's kind of a... It, it depends on the area. Like, I... I feel there's bad Filipino restaurants. Yeah. And the reason they're still open is because it's accessible. I'm, I fall victim to that. Like, yo, I want Filipino food. I don't feel like cooking. So I'm going to go to this spot. It's not oh, the best, yeah. but it's like, you know, I get, it gets, it gets the job, job done, done, you know? Man. So I, there's, I there's a I few of those. Places. I feel yeah. like there's, there's not there's not too many, like, quality, like, ingredient-driven Filipino food. There's not too many quality ingredient driven restaurants in general. general a lot yeah. of places, I find myself thinking sometimes we'll get food somewhere and I'll be like, we came here because of the convenience and it's good, but it's like that bad good. Yeah. You know? Man, you just made it sound more guilty than it should be. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. Name your top five trash restaurants. No, <laughs> no, yeah, it happens. Okay. What about you, Mike? Where do you like to go? Uh, for breakfast or just Filipino for, for food? For Filipino food. Um, there's a spot. Well, when we were living in West Covina or El Monte still, uh, we would frequent this uh, restaurant in West Covina called uh, Pondahan. Yeah. Oh, I got a Pondahan. Pondahan. Um, they actually eat at a restaurant. They closed, right? I'm not 100% sure. I haven't checked back in a minute. But uh, that was our go-to spot. Um, my uncle, who was... Uh, Who's a postman delivers there, and he's all like, and he'd pull up almost all all the time, and he would get seasick almost every day, and that's bad for you. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Yo, like uh, they're, they're, you shouldn't be eating seasick. A pork seasick? No, you shouldn't be eating a pork seasick. Yeah, other that's seasick? A, yeah, like seasick now has evolved. There's I feel. varieties. There's yeah. varieties, which is good. It's yeah. not just the there's pork. some health conscious ones. Yeah, yeah there's that's... some good ones. There's like a there's a fish seasick. That one's pretty bomb. Bongos. Um, bongos yeah. is a uh, milkfish. Bongos. 
as oh uh, okay i could see nice crispy like all the good parts just yeah yeah and then uh they oh, do chicken man. chicken sea sig oh, i could see that, that one's yeah. a cool one yeah uh what's it called Ponda, Pondahan? yeah Pondahan. Pondahan. yeah i had uh when i i used to work back in the day at this uh i used to work uh <laughs> <laughs> at, at one of my old jobs uh there was someone in quality that would like work that was a. Uh, he said, hey, I got this Filipino restaurant nearby. And we went. It's fire. I loved it. That was like a really good. I like yeah. their sisig. And- I feel like a sisig is just like a minced piece of meat, onions, pepper. Yeah. It's actually very That's good it. when you, um, when you're just drinking and hanging out. It's, it, it's kind of like a bar food. Yeah. Uh, sisig is, um, it's, I think that's what it's more known as, like more familiar. Like you have like buckets of San Miguel beer or Red Horse. And then you have like a sizzling plate of seasick in the middle for everyone to share. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, you eat it without the rice, you just eat it and drink. I mean, there's always rice there. There's you always can do rice. It. Yeah. It's kind of like chicharron. Yeah. yeah like on the side, munchy. like while you're drinking. Yeah. That's salty. Yeah. But I feel like now, uh, that's, I feel like that's how it started. But now I feel like people it's are eating it more as a, a meal. Yeah. It becomes like a meal an entree. Now. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, it I would normally be an appetizer, probably. That's what. That's kind of what happened with poke. Yeah, one hundred percent. You never would just have poke and rice. The poke yeah. bowl was like, it's a new thing. Well, like that's it. Just yeah. that and rice. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with uh, Kilowin. You were asking me about it the last episode. It's yeah. The, um, the you fish, said that. The cube. Yeah. Yeah. That you know what I, that dish is actually I feel what really helped us people recognize us more. Oh, so you guys yeah. have that? Um, we don't have it every day. That's one of our specials, but when we do events, that's um, I feel like it's a good breakthrough dish. Other than like panse, I didn't like every time. So we would do events like um, just charity events. Like people don't know Filipino food, say hey, like you want to do a booth here, kind of share your food with everyone. I'm like yeah, and then everyone's telling me, oh, you should do like panse, chicken adobo, because like, oh, that's really that's hey, original. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, like I want to introduce them to something yeah. different, you know. And I feel like that that's a really good one. Just because I felt like Mexican food and Latino food really broke the way for that. So, yeah. for people who don't know, Kilawin or Kinilao is like a Filipino-style ceviche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, a, I feel like the big difference is we add a little bit of coconut milk, ginger to it. That, that kind of gives yeah. it like yeah. that, that oh, island man. taste, you know? That hit me in the Cobra! Yeah. <laughs> that, hit me, that hit me in the jaws right now, yeah. dude. Yeah, oh, so yeah. like, that one's she, a good drinking food too, just because of the, the high acidity into it, like the yeah. fashion, like the tuna. But yeah, like that's that's the one. That's our like people try to like this is Filipino food. I'm like yeah, like it's more than just like rice and noodles. Like oh, you guys have poke? <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys have ceviche? I went to a poke place recently and uh, I was explaining to them how I didn't want the sauce that had ponzu in it because I didn't want the citrus. They're like oh, oh you don't like the, you don't like ceviche then? I was like I do like ceviche, but this is poke. <laughs> They're like oh okay, I get it. <laughs> like you don't want the sauce? Do you don't want the ponzu? I was like no. Oh, you must not like ceviche. I love ceviche, but you don't know me. Po- yeah. You don't know what you know what I've been through. Yeah. No, you don't know who that's I dope. am. I, I'm yeah, I gotta try some of these dishes. I'm I'm like I have like this fascination with like Filipino food, so I just don't get to eat enough out of it. I don't like go out to eat a lot, like yeah. we cook a lot at home and it's good for, you know. There's also another spot that I that I like for breakfast. Uh when we were living in El Monte or even like in West Covina still there's um Bamboo Bistro it was like Bamboo a, that's old school man that's Where's old that? school so, yeah. so it's a, on Azusa and Amar I'm not 100% sure if they're still open they used to know. do combines over there yeah there Maybe and then there. so they're popular here and also in like I want to say Studio City like somewhere towards the valley 
Okay. They have another one there, but they they always host nights where they have like bar, um, like karaoke and yeah. like, and um, drinks and. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of like a hangout spot. There's a yeah. Where's the place in in historic Filipino town where they used to do Sunday Jump? Oh, um, uh, starts with a K, I think. And they had, I think that no, maybe it's not with a K, but they had. It the, might have been with the K. I think they had the Kamayan too. Kamayan. Uh, Kamayan. Yeah. Kamayan. Kamaya. Yeah. Better call. I Kamaya. think it was just my <laughs> call Kamaya. Um. <laughs> I, I've tried like five times saying it right. I just got it wrong. No, it's, it's all right. Um, the effort's there. What was I gonna say? But Jeff Rocks is my shit oh, for breakfast. Yeah. Jeff Rocks is um, it's like cured uh, dried fish. I don't I don't know what kind of fish it is. Where did they get that? Where did they serve that at? Um, well, that's what that's why I mentioned Bamboo Bistro because that's where they they have it. So it's like dried fish, and then like it's like flash fried, and you get that with like garlic rice and eggs. Ooh wee. It sounds weird, but it's like the I'm bacon down. of the sea. I'm like down. you do yeah, dry, like, that's like the if you best. Yeah, of it. yeah, it's nice, salty, briny. I like I like yeah. preserved dried fish. Yeah, yeah, it's crispy and with the rice. Mm. It's just like I call it Filipino bacon. Like when I was, ever since I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is Filipino bacon. That's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we that's some, how good it is. We do some dried fish at the house, at the house, at the restaurant, and when people ask, oh, what is it? Or especially we serve it with the kamayan. We do a few different fried fish like that are uh, dried out. And they say, oh, what does it taste like? Oh, it's like kind of like salty, briny. It's like bacon, but from the ocean. That's yes. like the best analogy I could come up with. Yeah. Same thing with like, um, was it dilis? Like yeah. anchovies, right? Yeah, it's fried anchovies. So it's crazy. So that saltiness and that that saltiness and that brininess that you get from it from deep frying, and you pair it with like a sweet like cup of champurado, game over, bro. What? That's sweet and yo, salty. It's like umams, like umami. Yeah, so champurado, it's a like uh, gut, yo. It's really similar. It's like a mix between arroz con leche and champurado uh-huh. in like, like Mexico. Mexican, yeah. Okay. And if you do that, that's how you get Filipino champurado. Oh, so there's Filipino champurado. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Filipino champurado. So it's, oh, okay. It's, it has similarities, but it's still kind of different yeah. though. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the fucking the fried fish. I, dude, I, I cuss. I'm sorry. I like no, that bomb. All, fuck it. It's all good. Don't <laughs> even get, I don't know how, how, it, how it works here. You can cuss all nah. you want. FCC won't let me be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, dude, thanks for, uh, you know, bringing your perspective and sharing. We're definitely looking forward to trying your stuff. I know you've had his stuff, but, um, you know, you awesome. got, got a monumental three-year uh, uh, milestone coming up. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's major. So what's next for you guys? Uh, we're looking for a second spot right now. Um, not in a rush, but it's in the process. Nice. Uh, so right now with the restaurant, it's my wife, my brother, and I. Okay. And uh, we got an extra body to put in some work somewhere else. Okay. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> cool. I'm with it. Here? Then. Like in California? Or maybe somewhere else? You don't know where? Maybe like maybe, Las Vegas. Maybe Las like Vegas. Vegas. Maybe yeah. like Chicago. Maybe like Hawaii. <laughs> maybe uh, somewhere special. But good luck with that, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so another topic that we uh, wanted to discuss with you was um, like street food scene. Oh, street food scene. Oh, yeah. You know, in, uh, in the juice in Orange County. In, in the we juice. call it the you juice. Call, people from do the, you really <laughs> call it the juice? We call it the oh, juice, yeah. man. I know, I know how people that call it that, the juice. That, but that's like more of people from like Santa Ana. Anaheim, Santana. Starting Santana. We're from the Annas, man. <laughs> ah, gotcha. But like more South County, like Irvine-ish. Yeah. So is street area. food like 
a popular thing like people for the whole pull. county no it's okay. uh it's more the oc night market yeah i mean yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't even count do you count that no it's like a festival oh okay like, you mean like street care. vendors yeah, yeah street vendors one time i did a show in santa Ana recently and after the show it was like at this warehouse and was, i was like okay we're in orange county i went yeah, outside was it like a taquero everything was closed <laughs> it was like it's like 10 30 and i was like Santa Ana was asleep. I don't know. I wasn't no, in the right you, part. You gotta of go it. to the apartment complexes. Okay, that's why. Oh, they have like those underground spots. Yeah, like they have like all the trucks and everything. I the same thing with Anaheim. It's like um, uh, during the day there's like the paloteros. There's a, the people pushing their food. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like the way Anaheim is built is kind of you have like pockets. Yeah. Like okay, you have a nice neighborhood here. But then you also like, I feel like a lot of the food vendors that are outside would be like near Disneyland, maybe. Nah, I feel like Disneyland for like has a threshold on them and shit like that. They're not like, mm, they're not, not here, not around here. Uh uh-uh. uh, but uh, we gotta go a few blocks away. Okay, so okay, so where's your spot? So say after a gig or you know you're going to see a concert or hitting the bar. I mean, like, on the way home, like somewhere where outside. Where do you pull up? Where do you pull up? Ooh, no permits. Ooh, no permits. No, no drive-throughs. Um, oh, you dirty. Actually, this <laughs> place dirty, not, it's Henry. not too far. It's like a. This is a dessert place called Don Churro. That one's fucking bomb. They like Don Churro. Don Churro. Damn. And they do like, like yeah, they do that like <laughs> fresh, uh, fucking churros like from Mexico City. Oh yeah, serve it with chocolate. Fire. Did they do the dip? Like they, it's like a, almost like a swirl. Like they, it's not even like in the straight. Oh, line. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. I heard those are legit. And you, yeah. it's like a, it comes at like a like a disc because it's all swirled together. Yep. That, one, that one's a bomb one. Wow. I mean, there's are like there's some taco spots. Like ha. Ah, I feel like the big thing, big late night food in Orange County is pho. They're, they're open little little Saigon, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Garden Grove, Westminster area. They're open right. 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I think that that's the thing. That's the street food right there. Yeah. What type of pho you like? The dak biet. You like that one? Which one is that? That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the everything. combination. The number one. I think that's the combination. It's usually all, yeah. all everything, like tendon and all the cuts. Nice. Everything. What do you usually get for pho? Uh, I like that one Or sometimes I'll just Keep it simple And I'll get the Pho you, you know Have you had the Oxtail Pho The chicken Pho Oxtail Pho Ox- No but that sounds Like a good time There's this one place uh, Called Pho Lu They have an Oxtail Pho That's where right. actually Julia loves going Yeah That we always like <laughs> So one time we were Actually we were driving From San Diego And it was like 3, 4 a.m. And she's all like I'm hungry I'm like Fuck it let's get Pho right now They're dude. open that late Yeah Yeah I look like I'm doesn't sketch. sleep man It's sketch sometimes <laughs> Yeah Cause sometimes some of these dudes are fighting and I need to go there, hit the yeah. parking lot. Oh man! But it's good. Yeah, but like you not, know what? But there's not like a lot of street vendors. Not a lot, and not at night. Like uh, not at night. Like um, not like LA. Like my cousins. In, my cousins. Anna crime, right? Anna <laughs> crime. Yeah. Not over there. It'd be more so anarchy. restaurants. I feel like it's it's so spread out. Like it's more open. So there's not a lot of places where if someone can post up on the corner, they'll mm. get a lot of traffic. Mm. You know. So I feel like that's. That's a big reason why. We popped up one time at a GCS or the Art Walk. Was that Santa Ana or yeah? GCS is like a good. They sell paint and cans and streetwear. It's, they have the, it's the hip hop store. It's Santa Ana. It was, I want to say Santa Ana. They have Art Walk. It's like downtown Santa Ana. Oh yeah, yeah downtown yeah. Santa. That's like the the kind of Fuji like. Yeah, the, we did an East Los pop up there one time. It was tight. A lot of people were looking, walking. What is that? Is that spam? <laughs> yeah, it was tight. That's such, that's such a bad MAGA accent, dude. Uh, I don't know what that was. I wasn't saying that they were they were uh, they were Megans. 
like make America gringo again. Oh boy. We'll leave it at that. No, <laughs> yeah, <just kidding>. <laughs> so I know you're big in music too. Uh what what music do you play at the restaurant? Oh, usually? I, you know, one of my favorite compliments at the restaurant is like, hey, I love this playlist. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I really dig that compliment. I really like it. Oh man, we go everything. Uh, my dad actually opened up my eyes to music, my ears, my ears to music. I guess I should say. Yeah. So growing up, we just listened to everything: Motown, blues, rap. Um, he, my dad went through a French rap phase. So your dad, was, yeah, yeah, my dude. dad, my dad's like, my he's dad, a Renaissance he's man. Very interesting. French rap, yeah, yeah. French rap is pretty good. French R and B too. So oh. at, yeah, at the restaurant, um, we have everything from island reggae to old school reggae, hip hop, a lot of hip hop. A lot of R&B, mostly R&B, and then uh, we just try to hit everything. If you if you're there for a few hours, you can you can really you're get lost, everything. just kind of just be chilling. It's like oh man, digging the vibe, but it changes up. Yeah, so it's cool. Sick. So yeah, that's, that, that's what it is, man. Man, it. But what do you like to listen to? What 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 <laughs> have you been listening to lately? Actually, you know, right now I feel I've been listening to a lot of female singers like that R&B, hip hop, like Rocky Rivera. I heard. Dope. I don't even know how you say her name. Mahalia? 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 Yeah. You lost me. Mahalia? Yeah. Mahalia. Yeah, Mahalia. She's cool. This uh, Queen Nija. She's pretty Nice. That's dope. A lot yeah, of more soul, a more, little more soul R&B-ish. Soul R&B? Okay. Yeah. That's what I've been into like lately. A, like a Janae Aiko? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that sound. Say feeling, sounds about right. Are you feeling raunchy? Raunchy <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's what I've been listening to right now. Cool, but everything fades in and out. Yeah, true. We gotta compete that playlist. Yep. This guy can help you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, then we we got that uh, that OPM too, the original Pinoy music. We gotta throw a few tracks of those in there. (laughs) The original Pinoy music. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. OPM. That's what they call it. Yeah, that's crazy. I've heard that in a while. Oh man. Yes, sir. But once again, Henry, thank you so much for joining us, bro. Thank you guys for having me. Your so, first uh, podcast. This is my first podcast. You man. did so good, man. Yeah, you're so good. We're gonna go out to eat right now. That's I'm full. Good. Just from talking about. Yeah. I feel like I just <laughs> ate all that food. I'm just like, oh, sitting here, just like <laughs> smiling, and just like, man, thinking of garlic rice. So, where, where can they find you on uh, social media, websites, all that? Yeah, stuff. social media. Hit us up. Um, our restaurant page is MFK. We should pop up. MFK IC Modern Filipino Kitchen. Um, personal pages Henri Chef Henri. You know, you can find us over there. See what I'm up to. Nope. But yeah. Follow us. Let us know. Did anybody ever try to change the name instead of saying Modern Filipino Kitchen to like Motherfuck Yeah? Oh, you know what? So <laughs> we just actually recently added decals to our windows about a year ago. Um, Mike Rock and Digital Click helped us out with that. Ooh-ooh. Yeah. Hey. And then uh, before that, it was just our sign. MFK by Icy. So people are always coming in. Oh, what's MFK stand for? What's this? What's that? And we just, you know, we leave it up to the imagination. There's a lot of words. Motherfucking kitchen. Yeah. Homie. The one I haven't heard, like, we've been hearing this for three years. I just heard this one, like, last week. The one that said motherfucking kanin. I was like, that's a dope one. Kanin, kanin means rice. Oh, yeah. So, sounds so like a good like, time to That's me. cool, man. Like, we've heard so many different, <laughs> different ways you can rice. say. I just thought it was like, MFK. motherfucking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's cool. It's, it's, a, it's a name you can play around with. It's, yeah. Use your imagination. No, when I saw it, I just thought of... Uh, Motherfucking... No, Modern Filipino Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. <Duh. Yeah. laughs> 
musubis for killers. Oh, I like that one too. Killer, bro. Uh, are you guys going to do a Filipino musubi? <laughs> uh, we actually do a, long, a longanisa musubi sometimes. Nice. Yeah, we'll play around with it. We have some fun. Cool. That one's a pretty good one. We got some cool pop-up ideas and I think OC's ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Bang. Stay tuned. Stay yeah, tuned. We'll be there. We'll come to Kitchen and Cook. No, yeah. We'll make it happen. Yeah. But thank you again, Henry, for joining us. I uh, thank uh, you guys. Shout out to Panda. Shout out to your bro. Shout out to the whole MFK squad. Yeah. Um, squad. Yeah. Appreciate you. This is Streetie's Dope Beats. Yeah. You want to mention like what they can do for podcasts if they're looking to start their podcast? Yeah. By the way, for all you listeners, if this is your first time listening to us. This podcast was produced by us here at Productive Culture. So if you and you guys are and you guys want to start your own podcast, you're looking to get out there and start talking on a microphone and have people listen to you and their speakers. We're the ones that you got to come and mess with. So go to ProductiveCulture.com slash podcast. Let them know that you uh, came through via the Streeties Dope Beats podcast. And you can come through and you get your first episode done for free. And uh, we'll hook you up. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't that overthink was, it. Just do it. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Man. Just go for it. Why not? Everybody, you get a podcast. And you get a podcast. Everybody <laughs> yeah. gets a the podcast. The time to do a podcast is 2017. So, y'all already behind. So, let's do it. Producticulture.com slash podcast. Word, word. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, morning, whatever, good, whatever time you're listening to Have a good to day. <laughs> have a good All day. Right. Peace. 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 Peace.